The Colorado Inn and KFKA present Rams Weekly. Brought to you by Marinda Simpson State Farm Insurance. Here's Brady Hull and Kevin Lido. Welcome into Rams Weekly. Ready to discuss what we're going to... It's a short program today because we have the UNC Bears getting set to take on Idaho State. Later on, and well, in just a few, actually, we'll get Mike Rice on the the uh, Blue and Gold pregame show. But right now, we're going to talk about the Green and Gold. Kevin, the Rams got it done. Got it done against the Aztecs. I was, uh, you know me, you're you're the calm, cool, and collected one because you've covered this a lot more. And I'm the freakout one. I really thought you have to find a way to win the San Diego State game. Got to win at home. Got to do it. And when they got off to a hot start, you could almost, and I'm watching it on TV, you could almost feel from there the sigh of relief from the fans, at least to start that game. Totally. You know, even Nico Medved admitted that after the game. He goes, hey, you know, let's be real. You know, let's call it like it is. People were going to be tuning in, wondering, like, oh, what's this team going to look like? And, yeah, it was an important start, and it's important for the team, too. You know, the team admitted that as well. Of Like, no, it's not, you know, it's not just another loss that they're coming off of. You know, kind of a, oh, it happens. It was a pretty devastating one. And, obviously, San Diego State's a big, big game no matter what. You know, they're the standard bearer of the conference. No, they're not first right now, but kind of like Medves, until they're officially knocked off, you know, they're kind of, you know, your your pillar piece. So beat them. Uh, it's great for metrics. It's great for confidence and everything. Uh, that was a big, important win and really just a fun college basketball game and a great environment. Again, the students are bringing it at Moby. Oh, it's becoming a great place. It's becoming one of, you know, we're talking about all these ex- exceptional places to play in the Mountain West, and Moby's right there. Because we'll have to of the do power base. rankings on a show later in the season. I think we should because I'm watching the Boise State game we'll last night. We'll do it right night. after That's I crazy. get back from the pit. Yeah, you can. Then you'll have it fresh yep. in your brain. I'd like to go there sometime, Kevin. It's uh, fun. One day I will. I will be able to go to games and I will be able to journey with it's you. Fun. And it's we can we can do it together. We can see the world together, Kevin. Exactly. Or, or at least Tra- the Mount West. I mean, I see the world through sports arenas. <laughs> That's my. What lens. is your favorite place to go? Overall, like that you've like that I've been to, not that you've been to as a fan, but you, for uh, work, yeah, for work. Because um, I mean, you go to the big stuff. I mean, you go to the tournaments. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Pitt is one of them. Uh, you know, and obviously that, depending on season, but that can be a yearly thing, so that's cool. Obviously, NCAA tournaments are really cool. I've covered two, three on the men's side, one on the women's side in my time basketball. That is. Uh, those are always fun. You get to see kind of different arenas. It's always interesting how they get set up for NCAA tournaments, the difference in crowd. Like you get some games where honestly it's like kind of tame and quiet because mm-hmm. it's sort of the, the undercard yeah. and others where it's pretty wild. So that's a fun mix. So yeah, the, those are a couple I'm looking forward to. Go to Viejas um, in less than two weeks. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. That's, a, that's always a cool one. And Oh no, San Diego in February. <laughs> yeah, summer. Uh, I mean that 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 would I'll be I'll be jealous as we typically are at that point of you. Although it's sixty right now, like yeah, we, we got no complaints. Yeah, that's true. Although tomorrow's and we're not talking we're, we're not talking about tomorrow. That's fine. Um, before we get it, I want to talk to you about Boise State, New yeah. Mexico. It, it, looking at this game, I think you and I have been on that train for a while with New Mexico. They have ridiculous players. I mean, uh-huh. you have a game last night where Jalen House really didn't do much until late, but now they just got this guy in Donovan Dent 
that I don't think they were even thinking he would be ready to rock and roll at this stage. They, they were going to just ease him in. Well, all he did was 36 minutes, 31 points. Everything he was putting He's up was awesome. going in. He's ridiculous. He, is, he could be better than Mashburn and House. I mean, he could be better than all those guys. Yeah, New Mexico is such a funky team. I thought they would go undefeated at home in Mountain West play. I sure did, too. I, you know, all credit to Boise State. I did not think Boise State was going to be the team to beat them because Boise State's had trouble at guard play, and you know, normally that that means Mashburn House will eat you up. But Max Rice had one of the most absurd shooting nights. Ridiculous. You'll you'll see. I mean, that's going to be one of the best in college basketball this year. It was incredible. Uh, Dagan Hart, of course, made some plays. Uh, Stanley. Uh, Cam Cam Martin. Um, he had some nice plays, and Boise just gr- kind of. I'm not even sure you can call it grind out because they scored a ton of points, but uh, just did the things well. And this is that game was again. I didn't think it would happen at home, but it's why I'm concerned about New Mexico. Is House when he's on, he's incredible, but he can shoot you out of a game. He can whine you out of a game. You know, you could tell he got frustrated and started. There's one he goes for a drive and so it would have been easy layup and say he tries to jump into a defender, get a foul, doesn't pay any attention on trying to finish, doesn't get the foul, gets all mad. Like you just get that you know, the the whininess. I, yeah. That, that sounds too harsh a word, but some of that I think Dent should run that team. I think it should be Whew. Dent and Toppin and Mashburn House being uh, sort of role players, but I, you know I don't think that's going to happen. Dent's a uh, sophomore, right? Yeah, oh. and, yeah, and, and yeah, he was kind of designed of like he'll take over next year when yep. they're gone, but uh, he he really has. But you know, they're when they're on, they're amazing. Don't get me wrong, New Mexico when they're on, they're amazing. But I just worry it's too individualistic. And when things go poorly, they just don't have a response. No, and that that's what's strange because when you watch them. And even when you see them go on a quick run to get right back in the game, you go, how does anybody in the world beat them? And then the next thing you know, Boise State goes on a little run, and you think, how did that even happen? I'm not yeah. sure. And and listen, the Broncos held New Mexico in the pit to 78 points, yeah. too. I mean, that's a big deal. They protected them, but that's a big thing. You cannot turn over against New Mexico, because if you let them get out and run. Yeah. Boise did what CSU did. Of There were some turnovers. I think Boise had 11 last night. CSU, I think, is about the same number when CSU beat them. But you can't give up. Medved calls them the pick sixes, the live ball turnovers that lead to True. a run out, a dunk. A Jalen House loves the three on the fast break. Any of those, you can't let that happen, especially in the pit. Because, like, uh, you know, Mashburn run out after a house steal explodes that place. And that's what Boise did. 11 turnovers isn't a bad number anyway, but it didn't lead to, to run outs, pick sixes, which is huge. So New Mexico was getting a lot of looks, at least like they might go represent the Mount West all the way, man. They have a chance to go deep, yeah. Final Four. And now it looks like it's back to Utah State kind of leading this thing. And we'll see how this rounds out. But, um, yeah. but somebody had asked the question to me, Kevin. And it, this the, the answer to this doesn't really matter because the Mount West, everybody knows, deep insiders, casual fans know that the Mount West is legit. They're still going to take a lot of teams in. We'll see how many. But in your opinion, just the just the optics of it, does it hurt when you don't have the front runner win games at home like that, like New Mexico? Does it hurt to have a strong league without a front runner, or does it really matter as long as we all know it's a strong league? Mm, I think this year the depth is so great, and there were enough big wins outside of conference play that's okay. It's more, you know, kind of the national view is more, dang, that league's good. Like, you know, any night you can get got. 
Um, I I can see, especially home teams are generally dominating. So that you know that was sort of the oddball. But for the most part, I think people are like, well, you're going to win at home, and if you can steal any on on the road, that's great. Um, so yeah, I mean, you don't have the you know, I don't think there's any team that looks like they're probably a you know guaranteed deep run type team. But you also have four, five, maybe six that teams around the country saying, well, I wouldn't love to see them early yeah. in the NCAA tournament. So I think overall, you know, if you watch, you know, John Rothstein is, you know, one of the big proponents of the Mountain West. You know, those are some big names that, you know, go on national TV or Jay whatever the other night. saying this league's amazing. So I think for how it's set this year, the respect is high. Yeah. No, I, I think it helps right. that San Diego State had the run last year. It kind of, it's not necessarily related, but it does help feed in. When you look at CSU at this stage, and obviously it's been a weird, it was a weird month for them. Yep. Um, losing the road games that they have, losing the way they did to Wyoming, close game against Air Force. Is this team better, worse, the same? As it was um, uh, right before they started conference after New Mexico. Let's say that after New Mexico, um, they've been playing a little worse. But I think there's an argument that in the long run it'll be they'll be better, um, partially for some of it. You know, again, very cliche, but you go through some of these tribulations and get out of them. Most mm-hmm. importantly, and you learn a lot. I mean, we've seen Joel Scott went through the little. Um, set there where he you know he kind of wasn't playing great and then he kind of got back to where he was and get you know, like oh yeah it's not d2 but i'm still six seven really strong i can be really aggressive and play with some swagger he did that uh you know pat cardias you know has broken out of his foul trouble he just had an amazing defensive game against jane ladie oh I, yeah. Again, let me repeat that. Pat Cartier, amazing defensive game. That's been the knock on him. So, you know, how can that help him build? Obviously, even Isaiah Stevens had a little slump. So if you can work your way through those, yeah, they did take some losses. But as long as it doesn't continue to cascade and you work out of them, which on Tuesday at least it appeared to, I think it can be good in the long run. Every team's going to hit these dips. I and mean, you look at the Mountain West – Utah State's the only team with just one loss, and they're about to hit their gauntlet. So that's going to change really quick, probably Saturday. Um, everyone's going to go through this. CSU has gone through it. Now you hope they can put together a run because the schedule allows the possibility for that. Well, I just look at a te- the team up north with Wyoming. Yep. They're kind of feeling like they're hot right they're now. Playing and they're playing well. And they are playing well, but look at their last five games. Yeah. They've all, Other than San Diego State, they've all been against the bottom yeah. the bottom feeder, so, other than CSU. Yep, so Jeff Grammer shared the, the Kin Palm strength of schedule rankings. CSU had played the hardest Mountain West schedule to date. Um, and Utah State, who's in first, had played the easiest. So, you know, I think that meets the eye test. That's CSU, a great point. Yeah. CSU has played really tough road games. They've played, you know, Utah State and San Diego State are, uh, you know, upper tier. They've played them both. They've played Boise State, obviously, who's in that. They've played all the top teams and mostly on the road. So uh, that's why getting that win Tuesday for CSU is huge. Now you hope you can go win at Fresno, you know, get that monkey off your back on the road. Two games at home next week. If you can win all those, all of a sudden a, a four-game win streak, if you do it in this league, feels huge. Yeah, and then I would be the guy that was like, I was never worried even once, You'd Kevin. be sitting here, a nat, natty, Zero. all the way. National championship, not worried one time about this team. No ever. one ever was. Never there pressed were no the panic tweets. button. Never actually did it on the show or anything. No, there were no fan tweets. Kevin Lytle, myself, Brady Hall. We'll be right back. One segment left. because Should we next, talk kickball? We're going to talk kickball. Coming up next, the question is, kangaroo kickball or traditional kickball? We'll be right back.
Welcome back into Rams Weekly, presented by Miranda Simpson at State Farm Insurance. I am Brady Hull, joined, as always, by Kevin Lytle. We're going to step aside in a few minutes and send you out to Mike Rice, live from Bank of Colorado Arena, for the uh, UNC men's Idaho State game coming up. The Bears have been... The Bears playing pretty well. Pretty hot. St. Thomas has been ridiculous, man. Nice so. Player. Yeah, he's a good player. Uh, Colorado State gets the much-needed win against San Diego State. Kevin won't call it a must-win, but it was a big win for <laughs> big the Rams. Win, yeah. Do you want? It's you're going to be hard pressed to do the must-win. Yeah, my must-win bar is very high. I, you know, I keep getting yelled at about, but basically, my must-win bar is: does it end your season? Either literally, you know, like a playoff game, or figuratively, like CSU. You know, whatever your goal is, CSU. It should be the NCAA tournament. Sure, so it, yeah. if a loss keeps you from making that, it's must win. That isn't the case. Which is yet. a good point. Like that, that is mathematically correct. Yeah. So so that's my bar. And I had some people push back about Wyoming saying rivalry. I'll concede that. Like rivalry. Yeah, I get that. It's a different like lever. But yeah, must win that way. But you know, for a scope of season, San Diego State was a. It would be really, really, really good to win. CSU did. In different ways, the Fresno game is the same thing. Like, that would be bad if CSU lost. Not must win. Don't cancel the season if they lose, but that would be bad to lose. Kevin, I'm the guy, after the St. Mary's loss, I said CSU Pueblo is must win at this stage. <laughs> I didn't go that far. Um, all right, so let's talk about kickball. Not basketball. Let's talk yeah. about kickball. Nico Medved, you you sat down. You talk about this story. You outlined it perfectly in the Colorado one. Medved is obviously distraught, upset, yeah. fuming after the Wyoming loss. And why wouldn't you be? It's a rival. The way you lost it, up 11 with like a minute or so to go. It, every Jeff Linder said it on my show the other day, Wyoming coach. Everything that could go right for us, 100% went our way. Everything that could go wrong, and he was saying it in the most polite way, went that way. For CSU. And that's basically what Nico Medved said after yeah, the game. And, yeah. and he said it politely, you yeah. know, because there were some striped people that had mm. a, a say in that. He, of course, publicly yeah. handled that well, but said, what did he say? Circum- every circumstance that you know had to happen did happen. Some of those were CSUs. Some were, there were two terrible ref decisions yep. that helped swing that. But it's, I've said a, a bunch. If that final man's played a thousand times, that's the one time it doesn't end in a CSU win. It was... Unlikely. I mean, the percentage chance had to be yep. ridiculous for CSU. I think I said it was like point two for Unreal. Wyoming to not lose. So Nico, of course, is, is fuming. He's upset. He goes to bed that night. Maybe he had some warm milk. I don't know. But he goes to bed that night. He wakes up, and he has like this realization that maybe we need to do something a little bit different because everybody's pissed, everybody's upset, everybody's down on themselves. So what do they go do, Kevin? Yeah, Medved, after the San Diego State game, had a, just a really thoughtful response about the whole 72 hours post-Wyoming leading up to San Diego State. And yeah, he admitted hurt. You know, like every player, fan, coach involved in that, Saturday was a terrible day for them, you know, after the Wyoming game. Woke up. Uh, talked to some mentors, close friends, that type of thing. Um, he, he also said, you know, I've, if I've learned anything, it's that when the emotions are highest, be quiet, don't speak, and just listen, which I think was a little bit of a subtweet to mm. some of the folks of the internet yeah. um, who did a lot of speaking after that game. But yeah, he he said he is invigorated Sunday, excited for work, um, knew that goal number one was to get the guy's mind right. Because, again, I appreciate the honesty. He said this was not a normal loss. It was 
wild, insane. One of the craziest finishes that will happen in college basketball all year. And, oh, it happened to be against your rival. So he knew they had to get the, the players' minds right. And so even though San Diego State was coming up at, by that point, like 48 hours later, said, no, we need a reset. We're going to have the guys come in. We're not going to do any basketball. We're not, you know. And he said, you don't need to shame them. You don't need to go back on the film like, oh, my, Nick, you missed a free throw, man. Right. Like, make that. Like, yeah, the players exactly. know what they messed up. They know they should have got the rebound on a missed free throw. All those things. You don't, like. There aren't really X's and O's of that to show. Like, yeah, maybe a couple little, you know, whatever technique type things. But for the most part, they knew what they're supposed to do. They tried to do it and just didn't do it. So you don't need to shame them. He said, so we're going to come in. We're not going to watch film. We're not going to practice. We're not going to pregame for San Diego State. We're going to get the guys smiling because they're tight right now. They're frustrated. They're hurting. So what's a good way to get people smiling? Go play kickball. So they went out to CSU softball field. Nice one of these beautiful Colorado winter days, 60 degrees and sunny. Played some kickball. Great game. Uh, Nico Medved said a couple of his coaches had, what do you call it, historic base running errors worse than our letdown in Laramie. Uh, Joe Decimant and Brian Cooley, he said. And then the way you know. You know, you kind of, we asked the players, well, who won? Nick Clifford's kind of waffling. You know, oh, if it was two or three, we won. Isaiah Stevens in there chirping. He goes, tell him, Neek. Tell him, Neek. God, tell him. If Isaiah's doing that, you know when Isaiah's <laughs> with. He lets you know when, when, when things are going well. So source Isaiah Stevens says he hit the game-winning RBI to left field. He said the outfielder creeped in a little bit, and he banged one over them. Game winner, Steven, Team Stevens. I don't know if they named their teams. Walk-off dub. Everyone's happy. And Medved said, you know, they left the field smiling. And he said, okay, guys, now we fight. And they did. Did they do really any kind of film study or it any sounds practice like Sunday at all? was basically an off day from basketball. I'm sure the coaches did. Yeah, right. obviously you have to prep and whatnot. Uh, but no, it sounds like it was pretty much a reset day. And you know, Nick Clifford said, "Yeah, it was great. Like we kind of washed it, had fun, even without this Wyoming game. I think people need to re- January's really hard in college basketball. It's like the dog days, right? Yeah, exactly. It's a very very long season." And in January, it feels like you've been going for forever, but also feels like it's forever until the season, you know, the the fun part of the season, you know, the postseason. And it's a drag, but it's a drag where you're playing really important games, too. So January is tough, you know, no matter what. And then you throw that game on top of it, and they, they just needed a cleanse. And, again, we'll see, you know, what happens long term, but I think it was a masterstroke by Medved. I think even if you lose that game, I'm, I, I am personally going, I still like the approach. I know there's going to be a lot, of, there would be a lot of fans that are like, well, you're out, yeah, practice I mean, and keep there, both. Yeah, there's a reason they didn't yeah. share that until after winning the game. Would, they have, they, know. would they have shared I that? They would not so. have shared that with you. Um, yeah, a good move. Because, yeah, people would react negatively of, you know, these are still humans, like, you and, need a break. Kids, not just humans, they're kids. Yeah, like, there's stress. And yeah. then when, you, when you're when you so good in the non-con schedule and you raise those expectations to 13, there's so much pressure and stress that hits. And then when you lose games, like, uh, you know, you lose to Nevada, you lose to to Wyoming in that way, it's a lot to take mentally. You need a little break, yeah. and, and there's not a lot of time for that. Cause he's yeah, you, classes, you do not have off to. I mean, gosh, if you look at the schedule, it's brutal. So, yeah. And your weekends, a lot of them are spent traveling, so yep. it's it's tough. So I, I absolutely love it. Do I want it to be like that's the the every three days they're playing kickball? No, but nobody's going to do that. This was a nice break, especially given the way that that loss happened uh, for Colorado State. Now they set their sights toward Fresno State. Just a couple of minutes here, Kevin. Um, 
again, it's it's a big game. It's going to be on CBS Sports Network, 8 o'clock. It's another big opportunity for the Rams. Have not won a game on the road yet. We all know that. What do they got to do to win this yeah, one? Fresno State's been struggling, but they, they are what they always are. They are pretty strong defensively, slow it down, make you grind for everything. They'll make it work. Um, but it's a game CSU... You know, it'd be important to win. You know, get that road monkey off your back. You know, metrics-wise, you know, it's not going to be anything special if you do win, but it would be damaging if you do lose. Uh, I'll be just interested to see if this team kind of carries that swagger and confidence that they showed Tuesday. I think it's a good timing for this road game, honestly. Like, if it were at a different point, you could wonder if it's like a trap game, quote-unquote, coming off San Diego State with Boise next. But since they haven't won the road in Mountain play, I would expect this team will be dialed in. Yeah, I got to get this one. I'm, I'm really looking forward to another test yeah. for Colorado State. Get this thing back on track. The Mount West is going to be crazy this weekend, Kevin. I'm sure we have uh, a lot of great games on the docket Utah coming up. Utah State at San Diego State is the highlight. Obviously, Utah State's your number one right now. San Diego State, honestly, is a lot like CSU. They're, they've been dominant at home, bad on the road. Uh, so they'll want to take care of home court. And if they beat Utah State, all of a sudden this thing gets really interesting. Oh, it really does, man. It's it's going to be exciting. It's college basketball. We, we absolutely love it. We love what the Rams are doing. Uh, we love what the Bears are doing. The Bears coming up next. UNC taking on Idaho State. They should win this game. Mike Rice will have the blue and gold pregame show coming up right after this. It's Rams Weekly presented by Miranda Simpson at State Farm Insurance. Let's go Rams. We'll talk to you next week.